Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This program is made possible because of Teva Pharmaceuticals, Neurocrine Biosciences, the Griffin Foundation, and the Hereditary Disease Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we have Serena Smith on with us. Um, She is a member of the HD community. Her family is directly affected by HD, um, and she has actually um, recently been very involved in other rare disease groups, Um, and I really wanted her to come on today and just share um, what she's been doing. Uh, Specifically, there's this thing called the Rare Fair. that's a conference basically for rare diseases. And then um, the other thing is this young adult rare representatives uh, with an organization called Every Life Foundation for Rare Diseases. Um, so I'm super excited to have Serena on today to talk about this stuff. Thanks so much for joining me today, Serena. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really grateful for this opportunity. Um, to talk about the different projects I've gotten involved in. Um, So I'm really excited to share that with everyone. And to provide you with a little background um, to my HD story, um, my mom has Huntington's disease, so she's in the late stages of the disease now. Um, And then my grandmother had HD, um, and my aunt passed away with HD in 2018. Um, And so um, I'm currently at risk for HD, but I haven't been tested yet. Um, and so I kind of always knew about HD being in my family growing up. Um, and I remember like going to like HD Hope Walks and my aunt, um, had a big bingo fundraiser each year. Um, so I was always sort of like in this like HD, um, advocacy sort of space, but growing up, I never really knew what HD was. It was just sort of like there in my life. Um, and it wasn't until... I think about like 2017 where I started to really get involved in things and I attended um, the Huntington's Disease Youth Organization camp um, and I met a, a lot of really one, wonderful young young people there um, and before that I never knew any other people my age um, who were impacted by HD because most of the people that I interacted with in like our local chapter, um, they were all adults. Um, so it was really um, nice to be able to connect with other young people going through similar experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love HDO and, and their programs and uh, the fact that they're able to connect people like that. Uh, it's such a special thing to be able to be uh, to have those connections um, and I think really help us as a community um, just deal with living with HD. Yeah, I'm so very grateful for that. Um, I, I don't know what I would do without HDYO and the National Youth Alliance and groups like that because they've been really um, impactful for me and just being able to make friends and 
um, talk about like the different challenges they face um, with like disease and just in general, um, like growing up challenges. <laughs> um, it's nice to have people, you know, you can count on who like already get HD, um, especially when like other um, people our age might not always understand um, what the disease is. Absolutely. So let's go into some activities that you have recently been doing. Um, one of them is the rare fair, which I'm familiar with, but other people may not be familiar with it. Can you kind of talk about the rare fair a little bit? Yeah, so the rare fair, um, it was hosted in Research Triangle Park, so that's in North Carolina. Um, and I participated in their Youth Fest Day. Um, so a lot of um, young adults impacted by rare disease, um, not only Huntington's, but um, all different types of rare diseases, they came together um, to share their experiences, um, talk about their stories, um, talk about the different advocacy efforts they've gotten involved, and they also had different panels um, for us as um, young adults impacted by rare disease, like things like navigating your career path or, and making even like a career in rare um, disease and different advocacy work you can do. Um, so it's a really cool experience to be able to connect with others, even outside of the HD community. Um, and so in particular, I was connected with a group um, from the Hereditary Angiodemia Association. Um, so I met other young adults impacted by that disease there. Um, and it was really nice to be able to connect um, and hear their stories um, and sort of how a lot of rare disease communities face similar challenges, but there's also a lot of differences too. Um, so I thought that was like a really um, cool experience to be able to meet people from all different types of disease backgrounds. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, it was actually near me, so I really hate that I missed it. But because um, I live in North Carolina, so I, I have oh. been planning on going, and unfortunately, I didn't get to go. But I heard great things about it, and I know that they definitely have a great program for youth as well. Um, and then there's the other thing that you have joined, which is YAR, which sounds like a pirate word. Um, <laughs> it's Young Adult Rare Representatives. Yes. And that's through um, Every Life Foundation for Rare Diseases. So um, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so I more recently learned about ER, um, and I hadn't known too much about it um, before this event, actually, with the Rare Fair. Um, is one of the, the leaders of the class. Um, her name is Courtney Fell, and she I met her at the Rare Fair, um, and then I learned about this opportunity sort of right before the Rare Fair through, um, through Jenna, through HDO, um, and there, she talked about how there's this class going on, and it's... Um, to teach uh, young adults how to become advocates in their community um, and talk about different opportunities that are for patient representation um, and things like policy making, drug development, and regulatory processes, um, and the different types of steps it takes to enter those roles. Um, so I thought that was really cool because I think getting involved in advocacy work was something um, I was always really interested in, um, and now um, that I've graduated, I have a little more time to um, like dedicate to advocacy efforts. So it was something I was really um, excited about. And I had the first class was actually last night. <laughs> um, so it's every Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, and I got to meet the other um, 
uh, participants um, who are my classmates. Um, and it's really um, a really nice experience to be able to connect with them and get to know them a bit better um, and learn about what we, all the different things we're going to learn and the different speakers and things they're going to have. That's awesome. Um, so do you, as a, as a your member, um, do you get together with everybody? Is it mainly virtual? What, what type of stuff do you do? Yeah, so the class I'm participating in now is all virtual, which is really nice um, for accessibility purposes. I think it makes the class um, pretty accessible to people all, all across the globe. Um, and something I more least recently learned about that they also do is they have different meetups for um, uh, like Rare Disease Week um, and like Capitol Hill events where a lot of um, people from rare disease communities come together. So I haven't done any of that stuff yet, but I'm really looking forward to hopefully next year getting involved in um, some of those efforts um, in Washington, D.C. Um, I think that would be really cool to be surrounded by all those people. Awesome. And I just love, Serena, that you're uh, basically branching out and um, collaborating with the rare disease community. I think that's something that really needs to happen in the HD community um, for us to realize, like, in order to get more stuff done quickly and more effectively, like, we have to have that larger group of rare disease communities and, um, you know, and there, a lot of them are dealing with similar stuff that we're dealing with um, being, you know, a rare disease. So, um, I just truly love that you're, you've kind of really immersed yourself in this. Thank you. Yeah, I found it, I find it really interesting too, um, to like reach out beyond even just the HD community. Um, I know like rare diseases, they are rare, um, but like considering like how the number of people impacted by rare disease, it's really a lot of people. Um, so I think like you're saying, like when we come together and like um, learn the challenges that others are facing and then how they've been able to overcome some of those challenges and still like the things we're all trying to work on that are shared across the communities. Um, I think it's really nice to be able to, to learn from each other um, and also have power in numbers with sharing our voices and um, getting things done. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any big trips coming up or any other big advocacy stuff, advocacy things that you're going to be doing? Um, this is less advocacy, but tomorrow morning, actually, I'll be leaving for the um, National Youth Alliance, one of their retreats. So this is their Denver retreat. Um, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been to one of their retreats yet. I've been to, like, the convention, um, their, their um, NYA days at convention. So it should be interesting. I know it's, like, a smaller group of individuals um, that come together. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that, too. Well, I hope that you have a blast. Um, normally, Marianne makes everything fun. So um, I, I hope that you just have the best time. Yeah, I love Marianne so much. She's really great. She truly is. Um, and Serena, I just think you're great too. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of this stuff. I love everything that you're doing and that you're just so involved. Um, is there anything else that you would like to share with the community before I let you go? Um, I guess, yeah, if anybody has any questions, like feel free to reach out to me. Um, 
I'm on Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> all over the place. Um, so if, you, if you're interested in getting more involved in advocacy stuff or you want to learn other ways you can get involved, um, feel free to ask me any questions. Um, and I think definitely something important to keep in mind, too, is it can be a lot to get involved in advocacy work. Um, so just, like, keep in mind your own mental health and, like, prioritizing you and your needs first um, and doing whatever you can or have the capability to. And sometimes people say can't, they can't do it, and that's totally okay, too. Um, but if you're able to and you're excited about it, I'm always happy to help share resources and insights and different ways you can get involved. That's awesome. Thank you again, Serena. Um, for those that are listening, thanks for listening. Make sure that you're tuning in every week uh, for a new episode, so every Thursday. Uh, if you're interested in participating in our HD Uncut series, which is strictly for the HD community, the members of the community coming on, and you are uncut, uncensored, um, anything you'd like to talk about, we can talk about it. Um, that is our, our chance to really Share HD, the real HD. Um, so please feel free to reach out to me if you'd be interested in participating. You can email me at lauren at helpforhd.org. And until next time, guys, take care and love you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications.